Hi, welcome to Simple Ads Podcast. Uh, we haven't recorded in a while, so what is this, like episode 9? I think so. Red. <laughs> um, yeah. Life kind of kicked us in the balls with just, like, stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I have, I'm constantly, like, either working or editing. Yeah, I'm at work, then I'm, like, doing camping or something, and then I'm playing football so that's always fun yeah i have uh i don't really have too much compared to that but i I mean you work like a double shift so that kind of yeah but man like i i've just like been going home it's like 2 a.m i'll edit for a little bit and then sleep because i've not uploaded anything in like forever Mm. so i'm like all right I should probably upload something because I'll be out most of August because I get my wisdom teeth removed so I probably won't be conscious and then um, I'm going away and I won't come back for a while so there's that hmm. you doing you going on any like vacations anything I'm actually going on vacation tomorrow nice where to or I'm going to shouldn't say that but what um, are you doing we're going to see some baseball games red yeah my family like every year me and my brothers and my dad and my grandpa go to like a different stadium in the country oh nice i don't do anything like that like i think the most recent time i was to like a stadium was overwatch league grand finals last year i don't really go to sports things speaking of i might go to that again because it's in philly Hmm. that's not too far it's only like three hours I'd go down. I'd yeah. be down to go with you if you want. Yeah, I just want to wait till I can see that New York is going to play. Because last year I bought tickets assuming, like, New York's crushing literally everything. Yeah. No one's going to stop them. They're going to be in grand finals. And then Philly, for some reason, just said, ah, no, I'm going to get good now. And they beat New York due to some dumb stuff. Nah, dog. <laughs> Man, I really hated that. But either way, I was like, all right, I guess I got to go. Uh, I'm going for London, which London won, so I was happy about that. Didn't they, like, crush him? Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching on the TV, telling my dad, like, so this is how the game works. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad went with me to Grand Finals, and they had a video playing, like, oh, this is how you play the game, whatever. And he watched that, and he was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. I thought it was just who can get the most kills. So he actually found interest in it and thought it was cool. I feel like my dad, since I don't, I just play sports, I don't watch it. Yeah. Don't have interest in professional. My dad tries to like take a little bit of interest. It's like, oh, how's the Overwatch League doing? And I'm like, oh, you know, it's good in New York. It's being New York, crushing those. And then when people show a little bit of effort fighting back, they lose. Yeah. So, you know. New York isn't the same New York I knew because I looked at the current stand here wait, I don't have my phone I can't um, I was gonna pull up the current standings but pretty much tight the Vancouver Titans they never lost yet um, New York is like second and they have a good amount of losses they have like five or six yeah so I think it's it's wild because the New York um, the old New York team I guess 
um, before they lost my favorite player, uh, Janice. <laughs> uh, they fucking... <laughs> I feel like you were sitting there just, like, scrolling through, like, Twitter or something, and then you just see, like, Janice release, you just, like, cried. <laughs> yeah, dude, Janice got put on, um, what is, the Washington Justice? Yeah. And they, they're the new, hang, like, they're the new Shanghai. They suck. They're, they're fucking horrible. So bad. Yeah. Because all their players are bad except for Janice. And I'm like, they could have, you could have been on a better team. You had a better future there. And it was, it was dumb. I didn't like it. But Shanghai is actually pretty good now. Yeah. They're like, I want to say middle in standings. Now that the 2-2-2 thing's coming out, they have a really good Reaper. Yeah. And they also have, I think, a really good uh, Tracer. Or is it... I don't know. They have another really good DPS. Yeah. But I've seen their Reaper play, and he's very good. We're talking about NYXL, right? Yeah. Okay, their new DPS is Flower, and he played in the... He carried the um, South Korean World Cup team twice. Ah. So he he's gonna he's gonna fuck some shit up. Did you see what was it the clockwork, the no. world team? How they were kicking ass as just May Torbjorn, Arisa Hogg. That sounds interesting. I haven't seen that though. It was Arisa Hogg, May Torbjorn, and then I think they ran either like a Hanzo as like a third DPS with the Mercy, or they would just run like Morius and someone else and Lucia. Okay, so. I really like the roll lock thing, because I'm tired of going into comp and being like, all right, I, my team consists of four DPS and I have to heal, and being forced <laughs> into like positions like that, because that happens so fucking often on computer for some reason. Everyone just wants to play. Dude, it's Anzalota. literally the same thing. Everyone okay. is just like all DPS, and I'm sitting there with Lucio like, haha, yeah, look at this team. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do great. Let's amp it up. I either like when I see that, I'm just like, well. I either play Lucio to try and heal everybody, play Moria and just maybe do an okay job, or I just play Roadhog and say, screw you guys, I'll heal myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so, as someone who plays Ana, like, my, Ana's my go-to healer. Yeah. I fucking love playing Ana, because it's just so easy, and I also have, I can, like, protect myself, where it's like, if I'm Mercy, if, like, Reaper gets close, I'm fucked. But, like... <laughs> I like playing Honor because I can protect myself while giving out an insanely amount of underrated heals. Yeah. So, I like doing that. But, the thing is, no one, no one fucking trusts anyone playing Honor. Because everyone's like, oh, you're not going to hit your shots, fuck you. <laughs> so it's, it's like, just thank you. just because, like, at this, at whatever level, what level are you at, like? Uh, current, on, uh, live, I'm gold. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, it's understandable. It's, un I, it's yeah, understandable. I get it. But even I'm in plat on P on console. Even then, people are just like, "If you're not good, we're gonna fucking kill you." Yeah, exactly. It's like everyone puts so much like I want to say weight on each other, yeah. except for the tanks. The tanks are just like your tanks. It's so easy to play. You're just you're just good. It's like the only thing I'd be mildly worried about if is if you play Zarya and you have horrible like tracing. Then it's like, yeah, you're kind of, I don't know, maybe you should switch. Yeah. I mean, you sit there. I like to play um, Hammond a lot. Yeah. Because after a while, like, you play him, 
You get super good with this uh, grapples. That just you learn how to grapple, and then you're like, "Wow, look at this happened!" Because you swing on some goddamn lamppost in the middle of nowhere. People don't even know it exists, and you just boop like five people off the map. Yeah. People are like, "What the fuck just happened?" Dude. Okay. So what's the map? It's the map in China. You know where like that you have to cross the bridge, and then the point you have to turn to your left or right. And the point's like a circle, and there's the one pillar in the middle. I'll pull up oh, a picture Busan. of it. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much, there is the rock that everyone has to, like, move past. Yeah. And no one really thinks about it. A lot of people put their sprays on there. So, what I do is I like to try and fucking rush to their point, hook onto that rock, go off the edge, swing back around, and then hit them inwards, and they all just fall. And it's great, because usually you get, like, two to three people. That's just half the team. Yeah, fucking gone. And also, when I... Like, my main tanks, I'll play Reinhardt, mostly, when we need a shield tank. Yeah. I know how to play Arisa. I know how to play Zarya. I like to play Hammond. I can play a pretty good hog. I mean, it's just... Diva's probably my worst tank, which is kind of hard to say. Okay. Yeah, because people are like, Diva's so easy. You just hold down the shoot button. And I'm like, here's where you're wrong. <laughs> when they shoot everything into you, and your defense matrix is gone in two seconds, yeah. you just kind of sit there, and they lo- your team looks at you, and they're like, why did you do this to us? And I'm like, well, I tried, you know. Yeah, I guess I would say mine is one Ryan. I think I play an amazing Ryan for my rank. Um, two Winston. Yeah. And then the rest of them I play equally except for Oresa and Sigma. Like, Oresa... I only play her when there's a Mei. Because then I have, like, the direct counter through the ult. And I... That's really, like, my only, other, like, reason. Otherwise, I'll just play Ryan. Yeah. It's so much easier. I like being able to move the shield instead of being like, Alright, I put it there, but then they move... So it's like, alright, now everyone's unshielded and we're screwed. <laughs> so it's like, I, I prefer to move it. Yeah. I remember playing Winston on Busan and the mech base. Yeah. I was there, and that's a good spot because you can jump to all the different platforms. Yeah. And I was playing Winston because they had Tracer, and I, I was a Zen and Mercy, so I could counter them good. And they also had a Reaper. I can handle the Reaper, I just shield dance and whatever. And I remember my team yelling at me the whole time, why are you playing Winston? They have a Reaper. He's a direct counter. And I'm like, here's what you're wrong, kiddo. He shoots me and I jump away. That's the end of this. Yeah. Okay, so Winston is such, like, he counters most of, like, I feel like the roster. Because anyone that has, I don't know, 200 health or less is kind of, like, more vulnerable to him than, like, anyone else. Because, like, taking out a tank with Winston sucks ass. It's, it's very fucking hard. horrible. Yeah. But then when you see, like, I don't know, Tracer or Genji, it's like, they're fucking dead. <laughs> so. That man, eat his ass! <laughs> like, um, one time I was in a comp game. I'm still pissed about this, by the way. So, I went into a comp game, right? And I chose Winston. And we went out and we attacked the point and we didn't get it. And I was like, okay, what's going wrong? And I see that they have a Tracer, a Genji, like pretty much everything Winston counters. I'm like, alright, I'll be fine. But we had a Zen 
and uh, a Brigida. Now, that wow. outputs basically nothing. <laughs> so Especially to Genji and Tracer? Yeah. Because they're just non-existent on the point? Yeah. So, like, we had that. And I, I fucking... I would have rocked their fucking world. Unfortunately, I didn't get bullshit of healing. And I was like, damn. I had direct counters on uh, three out of six. And I was like, damn, that would have been good. Unfortunately, my team is like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> when I see a Bastion a setup, I see it all the time on Paris. I absolutely hate Paris. Yeah. So I'll play Hammond, because when you get out on the attacking, they have that first little swoop. Yeah. That is so good to jump out onto that ledge. Yeah. And when they move back to the point, you can swing around and get them. Yeah. But lucky for me... My team is brain dead retarded. <laughs> Playing Winston and just diving the bastion. And I'm like, listen here. You gotta stop before we just lose the point because you're so dumb. They just keep running into the bastion. And I'm like, can, I, can let me kill him? I, I drop minefield on him. Yeah. And then they're just like, quick to the point. I'm like, no, quick kill these guys. <laughs> the whole team is here. Yeah. And they just kind of sit there like, well, he's over there. There's a Torb turret over there. Yeah. We got to get that Torb turret. That's what we got to do. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate Paris. I think it's a dumb map because it's so one-sided on both points. Because, like, when you're attacking, no, I feel like it's defending on both sides. Yeah. Because when you're defending, you have already high ground. So you start with that bullshit. And then, um, then after that, you kind of just control the whole point. Do you see Vancouver's Bastion setup? No. Their bunker comp? No. So you know how, alright, so when you, ow. When you walk out onto the, so you're attacking and you walk in that little straight where the car is and you yeah. look left, there's that little room right there? Yeah. That's the bunker setup. Oh. Uh, so they had a Sombra to yeah. hack the hill pack in there. Okay. They had a Bastion. And they also had Orisa. I forget what else they had. I had a Winston, too. How did they pull that off? I don't know. They also had a... What else? I think they had also had a Fara, And they had a Mercy as well. Okay. Alright. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. I, I trust Vancouver because, I mean, they, they have not lost yet. There's nothing to really go on them about. But, like, I feel... I wouldn't trust anyone with that comp. It was it was weird. Yeah. Seeing them just mowing him down over and over again. Yeah. Because they had a Genji, they kept trying to jump in, and then they would just like, haha, not today, and then they would hack him, and then they'd be dead, and yeah. then the whole entire push is gone. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that. I can understand how it works, but you have to be so coordinated to pull that off. Like I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. But I even thought of like any good comp like comp meta i guess because like with me it's like all right i just choose whoever and i work around my teammates we don't really try and set anything up because like i don't want to put that much faith into people i haven't seen play before oh so yeah. it's like if i'm playing with friends yeah we'll try and set something up like i'll go or race a hog like set something up like that because that that one's fun um or like dps for example we'll get like Farah and McCree, because I feel like that's kind of like the perfect balance of like ground, 
yeah. kind of control and control from the up, like up above. So I feel like that one just works. But it's just stuff like that. But yeah, I want to go to I want to go to grand finals because it's in Philly. But at the same time, I don't want to see two teams that I don't like give a shit about. Yeah, Cause, like absolutely. if I saw New York, um, the Outlaws. I'd be fine with that, or may, there's some other teams Boston, in there. Boston, I feel like I would go see. Yeah, I'd be fine with seeing that. I'd be fine with seeing fucking Shanghai go. Because <laughs> Shanghai, that'd be good. Yeah, I'd love to buy tickets. Because, like, imagine <laughs> imagine me saying that to me, like, a year in the past, where Shanghai had still zero losses, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, just went to Shanghai at Grand Finals. It's just something I'd I would like pulled to up say. a poster of their uh, record from last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I think that'd be a good poster, man. But I, I think grand finals would be fun. I there's a lot more I'd like to do, cause like when I went last year, I saw two cosplayers I wanted to take a picture with. One of them was dressed up as Diva, and one of them was dressed up as Tracer. But they had the NYXL skins from the in game, and I was like, that's a lot of effort, cause yeah. like. I know with, like, D.Va, for example, I know on Blizzard's, like, merch store, you can literally just buy, like, a D.Va jumpsuit for something. Yeah, I saw yeah. someone at work with a D.Va, uh, what is it, a D.Va bathing suit. Was it, like, an actual bathing suit, or was it just, like, some, like, all-body, sh- like, morph suit shit? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you know, D.Va's, um, what was it, uh... <laughs> Thinking like the some... the nano cola one. Oh yeah, the yeah. The black and green. Yeah. It was like that, except it was just like the baby suit. Okay. All right. I was thinking about someone running around <laughs> with a morph suit <laughs> with a face. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That'd be so creepy. <laughs> Man, I that'd be something I would like to see. <laughs> but, yeah. I'd like to do more stuff when I'm there, because they had it at Barclays Center. Yeah, they had it at the no. Barclays Center last year, so they get Barclays big stadium. <laughs> uh, yes. But, yeah. Have you watched any, like, I don't know, anime recently? Um, I've been watching <coughs> Dr. Stone. I need to start that, because everyone I've seen about that says it's so good. It's, it's good. It's How really is good. it? What's it about? Uh, basically, it's... Uh, the world gets all turned to stone, all the people. Yeah. And eventually, with just, like, sheer luck, the su- super smart guy, like, gets out from the stone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I think I figured it out. Gets his friend, tells him, he's like, oh, we gotta figure out how to get all these people free. I yeah. don't want to spoil too much for you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's basically though. like, um, I'm trying to think. Well, it's basically like modern Einstein, except it's like in the future. Okay. But it's not like most futuristic animes where they have like fucking, oh, well, we have the cure for cancer. It's this pill. Here you go. Or your arms cut off. Here, take this magic band-aid and then your arms regrow. Yeah. He's basically building from the Stone Age. Oh, it's like that's interesting. Like he's Dr. Stone and he's always just like, oh, it took... Like, 1.2 million years for mankind to get to the point that we were. And we're going to sprint up that hill. Okay. Because he's, like, super, super smart. So he knows everything. He knows all the chemicals. He's like, 
oh, well, that nitric acid that was water mixed from the bat guano that was dripping on us, that's why I was able to break out of my thing. Okay. So then he is just super smart, and he's like, oh, we're going to make gunpowder. Because okay. we're, we're in Japan, volcanoes everywhere, we'll make that out of the sulfur. Alright. That's interesting. I really like that. Um, I think it's really interesting, but, like, it's one of those shows where it's like, I just don't know how it can... Like, I know, I know he's smart, and I know there's other guy that's not as smart, but he's strong. So, yeah. it's like... How I is don't, there a conflict? Yeah, I feel... I know... Oh, well, you I, want I know me to tell more, you about it? No, no, no. Okay. From my point of view, it seems more like a mental thing, like... Or not mental, but like, we're struggling to get this, or this. It's more of like it's material not, thing? It's not. Okay. It's not like that. At first, it's just like, the first episode, it's kind of like that. Um, first episode's like, oh shit, we're trapped here. And then the second episode's kind of like kind of like that like we're just struggling to break everyone free yeah and right now what is it four and kiss anime doesn't have the fourth episode but it's on the other thing but uh the third episode's good and so oh the second one also has a little bit of conflict but it's not really like oh we need to get this now it's more like oh shit (laughs) watch out for that okay yeah, it's like, he, the super smart guy knows what year it is, because when he was stuck in stone, he literally counted the seconds passing. What the fuck? Yeah, he was like, well, around eight, every 800,000 seconds I pass out, so I have to take count of, like, that time. Okay. That's, that's smart. Well, that's, it's an interesting show, I can tell you that. From what like the trailers I seen and junk, yeah. and it's something I really want to watch. But again, like I haven't had enough time as I would like to watch like all these shows and shit I have on a list. Cause like I have to watch Evangelion, and there's there's a ton more. Yeah. But one that I've been just like throwing that whole list out of order for is called um, it's some it's like Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. I told Dan about it, and then yeah. he was like. I think he either was watching it already or was like, I'm going to watch it. And then yeah. he told you about it, right? Yeah, Dan told me about it. So, yeah, uh, what is it? We were just talking about, I can't remember, whatever the fuck. And he's like, hold on, you ever seen the show Demon Slayer? And I pulled it up on Hulu and I was like, yeah, it's on my to-watch list. That, like, because I keep a record of it on Hulu. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's on my to-watch list. And I thought it looked cool. What about it? And he was like, you need to watch this. Because it's got these guys, demons, swords, and shit, and that was, like, pretty much what he said. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, like, you know how you can do the search thing, and it's like, oh, because you like this, you might like this. And I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, this art's pretty cool, I wonder what show it is. And I see the show, I'm like, oh, alright, and then I'm keeping on scrolling through. And I look at the page, and I have a scene. Of, like, when he's fighting the the bull, the demon with the ball and the eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to that scene, and I was, I was watching that, and I'm like, yo, this looks so good. Yeah. Because I love the art style of it. Yeah. The way the water is. Yeah. I gotta say, though, out of both, out of, how far have you gotten? I'm completely caught up. Okay, so, 
I love all the party members so far. Like I love the the boar guy is literally my favorite. Okay, I I watched um the episode you like his debut episode with Dan right. Pretty much, Dan was like, "Oh, I'm so hyped to see him. He's got two swords and he's gonna be so cool." And then watching that episode, Dan was like, "I don't like this guy as much as I thought I would." I'm kind of disappointed. But as soon as he took off like the boar mask and revealed he wasn't like some bald skinhead like ghoul looking ass, oh, yeah. I was like, I like him a lot more. Because under that mask, I was thinking he was gonna look like ghouls from Fallout. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy that he's not. And that it's funny how he looks like a girl. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was super You're funny. very handsome! I will not fight you anymore! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, I, I like that a lot. That's a good character trait that I would never think of. But I would never think about that. Yeah. That's literally like the first time I've ever seen a character like that. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, okay. Traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I was so ready to, like, oh, he's gonna be, like, super ugly. It's gonna have some backstory, like, yeah, my dad burned me, so I ran away. <laughs> or some shit like that. And it's gonna be, like, oh, alright, Zuko. But, um... <laughs> I thought he was gonna have a scar or something, like, where his eye is, like, missing or whatever. And yeah. he's like, oh, this was the boy that took my eye. Yeah. But, um... I, I fucking love that. But I gotta say, my favorite character is the lightning guy. I can never remember his name for my fucking life. And I fucking love him. Because he's the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just love how, like, cowardly he is, but at the same time, he's like, I gotta protect everyone. Do you watch the latest episode? I think so. Probably. The, the one where he's like, I know how to use one move, but I know how to use it really good. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that, too. Because it's like, yeah, he can't fucking learn, like, fast at all. But he was like, I learned this, and I made it good. Yeah. It's fucking outstanding. I really want to see a guy who has, like, a fire thing. Oh, yeah. I, I What is it? The one guy that was, like, super impatient at the beginning? When all when four people got out of uh, the trial or whatever. Oh, the guy that was always sword. pissed off? Yeah. There was four people. There was the main character, who I can't remember Tanjiro. his name. Yeah. There's Tanjiro. Um, I can't remember Lightning Guy's name for my fucking life. There was that girl that was oddly, oddly calm. And then there was that guy. That guy, I think he's gonna have, like, a fire sword. I don't, I feel like he's not fire, because he was, like, purple. So I feel he like purple. he's gonna, he was purple. He had, like, a purple cloak. And I feel like it's gonna be something to do with shadows. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's a good guess. Um, the girl, though, I feel like she's gonna be wind. Is she going to be one? Well, she was really calm with all the animals. So, but they already have, like, an animal guy. Yeah, they do. Hmm. I, his thing is, like... So, I another thing I like about the characters is that the main crew, they all have something. Like, Tundro has an amazing sense of smell. Lightning guy has an amazing sense of hearing. This boar guy, though... He has, like, I don't know what to call it, because it's not, like, a primary function, I guess. It's, like, just amazing sense overall, because he could, like, tell where... Well, that was one of his the breathings. Yeah, that was... But he also made his own breathing. Yeah, exactly. Like, self-taught uh, animal sense. Yeah, and I, th I like that so much. 
And I like how he doesn't have, like, a deep backstory or anything. No, he was literally... I was on a mountain, and Demon Slayer was here, so I kicked his ass, and now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fucking love that, because it's like... It sets up a good character in a, like, in a good way, but all the while not being, like, like regular, like, anime characters, for example. Like, yeah. for example, Goku. It's like, oh, yeah, his home planet exploding was sent back here and trained by this guy, whatever the fuck. And it goes on, like, forever. Yeah. But this guy, it's like, oh, yeah, I kicked some of the guy's ass, and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I was chilling on my mountain when the Demon Slayer came by. I was like, what are you doing on my mountain? Kicked his ass. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, demons are real? Heard about the final selection, came, killed a bunch of demons, got two swords, now I'm here, in this house. What's up? Yeah, exactly. I like that a lot. I like how now he's always like, whatever Tanjiro can do, I can do. So he keeps ramming his head into the trees and stuff. Yeah. Where he wants to get a super strong head. Yeah, and I like how fucking his like body's like cut open. It's like cut to pieces. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, he's just holding a sword. He's like, I'm fine, man. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> fucking, he's a good character. I like him a lot. But um, the animation, I'm pretty sure that's done by Madhouse, which is the guys that did season one of One Punch Man and um, Mob Psycho. I wonder... I'm gonna Google it. I like how Tandro, how his scar is now like a tattoo. Yeah. That's so cool. So, um, the thing that they keep bringing up, I feel like it's connected to the scar, is like um, how his head is like his skull. Yeah. I want to know what's with that. Because I feel like they're going to do, um, what is it, like something where it's like, for in One Piece, for example, there's people that have devil fruits, yeah. that's pretty much like the powers, like um, the main character's made of rubber, but there's like a technique that you can use to counteract them. So like, this one guy's made of fire, and every time you hit him, your hand will just go through and burn, because he's literally just made of fire. Yeah and stuff like that so no one can really hit him unless you use this technique so i think it's going to be something like that that he just has like to counteract something i don't know yet what yet though yeah so i think it's gonna they're gonna do something interesting with it publisher would it be the publisher or would it be hmm what are the options you're looking at i'm just looking at um this, oh, this is the manga series. Would it be author episode twenty six episodes? Huh, that's not too bad. It says the publisher is Viz Media. Okay. Oh, vi- okay. They're not. They're not bad at all. No. They're the same guys that do JoJo. Oh. Yeah. All right. So yeah, they're they're good. Okay, I thought it was Madhouse, the guy that, that my favorite, like, animators. Because they, um, they're the people that animate, like, Mob Psycho in the first season of One Punch. Like, they, they animate good shit. Mob Psycho was good. Because I really liked the music that they had integrated into it. Yeah. That's always a huge hit for me. Like, I really like the art styles that they have for Mob Psycho. Because it was really, like, lackadaisical. And I also really like um, Demon Slayer. I have a picture that I took a screenshot of because it's very funny. Okay. Let's see. I love when they do this with the characters. They just, <laughs> oh, yeah. they just yeah. have their eyes. Yeah. Oh, they have like that blank stare. <laughs> I fucking love it. 
And he's like, what are you doing? I'm gonna kill you. And they're all just like, what? <laughs> That's fucking good. Good show. Um, why don't we talk about the boys? The boys? Yeah. Alright. You, that's so good. I have, since I have Prime, I was just kind of chilling, looking through it, and I'm like, oh, what's this, the boys? It looks like an alright show, and I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, it's about superheroes? From what I saw, from what I originally got from the, from the trailer, was that he was like a bounty hunter. That yeah. went and tracked down superheroes who have, like, gone rogue. Okay. I wasn't completely wrong. Yeah. But I wasn't spot on. Yeah. It's really good, though. I've been just kind of watching it like crazy. Yeah, yeah. It. It's an amazing, like, show from what I've gotten. I like how it sets up some things. But, um... What I really like about it is how it shows... Like, they, I guess the superheroes aren't, like, Super. saints, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that, and how this guy's like, oh, yeah, like, fucking, I gotta kill him. Like, how, um, the I like how the main plot setup is like, alright, this one specific superhero couldn't stop running and ran directly through my fucking girlfriend <laughs> a curve off like a step off the curb yeah and i was like that that's a good setup but i like that a lot i thought it was good i haven't finished it yet, yet. i'm on like the last episode how many episodes are there Ten? eight eight yeah okay. i'm two episodes away okay i really like how um they have a lot of like really dramatic scenes yeah and then they also just have, like, a lot of just, like, stuff that I don't really need to see. Yeah, um... Like, I get it that, um, Homelander is a total, like, fucking corrupted asshole. Yeah. But I don't need to see the scenes and how he's being, like, a pervert and watching the chick through the walls, like, taking her breast milk out. Yeah. Like, I really don't need to see that. Yeah. Come on. That, I didn't like that at all. But there, yeah, there's like, I, it's not outstanding, I want to say, because if I were to draw like a chart about how I feel about the show, it's like, there's some weird, weirds, yeah. like, but then there's some like, oh, things where I'm like, oh, I like this part. This is interesting. Yeah. So it's like high highs and low lows, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly built up around that. But I don't know. It's not a show I could recommend to people. It's really not. Yeah. It's just something you're just like, this is a show I watch. I think it's alright. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah. Uh, I really struck me was that um, the superheroes, like how they got their powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Because I was, I was so ready, like my hero kind of thing where they're just born with powers. And it's, yeah. like, going to be the new kind of thing. Because that one girl was like, oh, yeah, I was born super abled or whatever. And I feel like that term kind of just means that there's other people out there who are kind of born with these things. Yeah. I feel like they kind of keep tabs on you the whole time to see if you actually, like, got good stuff. Yeah. I feel like her mom... Her mom's like, a total bitch. Oh, yeah, I hate her. But I feel like... 
she had like a child, right? And then bought like V or whatever to pump into them because okay. she was so like wanting her child to do this. Like, because she was like, oh, I took you to all the soup conventions and whatever the fuck. I'm like, yeah, it was felt like that looked all from the viewer perspective, I guess, that looked very like forced upon. Yeah, I feel like she was gonna say like, yeah, but I didn't even want to do all that. Yeah. You just kind of forced me to do it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a good show. I was about to say, all right, let me go get my phone. Let's look at a topics list. Because I feel like I added something onto it recently, but the I don't know if I did. The stretchy guy is so annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. He fucking baptiz- baptizes him. Yeah. It's fucking... I thought that was good. That was a funny scene. Yeah. I, that's one of the highest. But I don't know. It's it's weird show. But, um... Are there any other good shows you watched recently or games you played? Any dumb questions? <laughs> Oh, man. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about work. Um, ooh, I actually had this really funny thing. Um, so, I told this to my brother when I got out of work because that was, like, one thing. That was a day where I got actually two hours of sleep. Um, so, I had to go in early, and I was like, look, I am equivalent to someone who's been hit by a car and now diagnosed brain dead, alright? I'm just kind of done. I'm out of this shit. Um, and I was so, like, out of it the whole day. And I wasn't really listening to anything at all. So, like, someone would say, oh, yeah, go put this on that table. And I say, okay, and then, like, go put it on, like, the bar. <laughs> so, it was, it was very weird. And, um, I heard one thing throughout the day. And it was about this mom talking about her period, right? My period is popping off like a melee player at Evo. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, I'll put a few clips of melee players popping off winning their sets. Because they, like, throw their controller into the crowd and some shit. They get fucking wild. Now, saying that while you're at a children's birthday party is kind of, I don't know, fucking weird. <laughs> Popping off like a melee <laughs> Yeah. So it was it was weird, but that that's the best thing I've heard at work ever. So um, The one ride that has the 10 feet deep. Yeah. So I'm standing there. 
doing my thing. Some kid comes down, he has a life jacket on. I'm like, all right, if he starts to drown, you just toss him the life jacket, the, the little preserver. You, yeah. There's no need to jump in after him. Yeah. He's just sitting there to, help! <laughs> he actually says help. And I, had, I jumped in and I'm getting him. If it wasn't for my sunglasses, this kid literally would have ripped out my eye and my contact. Because he was just <laughs> going in. And I, like, pushed it up and I was staying under the water. I'm like, holy crap. He ripped off my sunglasses. Like, I have the little uh, band thing that goes around your yeah, neck. Yeah, Because when I jump in the water, I don't just want to lose him to the bottom. Because then I got to go down and get him. Yeah. That's a pain. You ripped them straight off. I was like, Jesus Christ. This kid's, like, part Wolverine. <laughs> and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, Yeah. A life jacket on. You're not drowning. Yeah. And okay. they even tell you at the top if you have a life jacket. They ask you, "Do you know how to swim?" If they say no, just say. When they come down, they go, "All right. So when you land in the water, you're gonna come up, lean forward, and go like this, yeah. so that the life jacket keeps you up, and you just kind of butterfly push your way forward." Yeah. And that just. One ear out the other. Here's the thing I could never be a lifeguard for, right? Yeah. So I I know in certain situations, you're supposed to, like, if someone's, like, acting, like, insanely, like, wild and they're, like, drowning and shit, like, they're, like, hitting you, like, kind of away from them. Yeah. You're supposed to break their nose so they go into shock and then you can carry them back so they so you can help them. But here's the thing. <laughs> they never my, told us that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, because you're, like, you're not in the middle of the fucking, like, ocean. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. In my feeble, dumb brain, <laughs> I would think, in that situation, I would especially think, all right, break his nose. <laughs> breaking this kid's nose. What you're supposed to do, you're supposed to swim under the water. Yeah. So that either you go behind them, and put the thing in, or you go underneath them, look up, and then push the tube in front of them, yeah. so that they'll grab onto that, and hopefully you don't get kicked in the face. But I uh, did the thing where I swam behind them, and the dude just threw an elbow so hard, it literally would have busted straight through a wall, and I felt like just... Like, you know when someone throws something really hard at you, and it whizzes past your yeah. head, and you're like, that would have been a concussion right there? That would have been me. It would have just smashed my face in. <laughs> Man. Like, when the, when the fucking chick from the, from the boys sits in the guy's face and crushes him. Yeah. That would have been me. <laughs> Big 280, uh, like, 6'4 guy. Just threw both straight back. And I just, it went right past me. And I was just like, I would have been dead. This was a near-death experience. Even my head guard, Brian, who's literally the one of the main reasons why I go there. Because Brian is literally such a lad. Alright. You remind, like, if he was with us, basically, like, one of the lads. Okay, alright. You even saw that. And I was like, dude, you would have died. <laughs> Do you want to take a minute? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to sit down here and think about how my life would have just ended right there. Yeah, I'm going to just sit down and write my novel, I Survived Guy's Elbow. <laughs> Man. Dude. Magic Treehouse Adventure, I Survived Elbow. 
Oh, that wasn't the book. It was like I survived uh, 9/11 or like I survived the bombing yeah. of Hiroshima or some shit. Yeah, wasn't there one about um, you know that race in Boston where those guys bombed and it like killed them? They made a people? book about that. Yeah, yeah. It, was that one of the books? Because I think I remember. It was either that or a movie. There was something like big. They made about a movie it. about it. Okay, that was probably. But it. I, the only book of that I remember is the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I know there was, there was one about a lake, like bull sharks in a lake. So I don't think it'd be that far. Bull sharks but... don't live in lakes. <laughs> exactly. Actually, they can come along in the stream. Yeah, I just know that they can live in um, like shallow. Yeah. Like things of water. So when people get attacked by sharks in shallow things of water, everyone's like, "They're fucking bull sharks! God damn it! <laughs> Bullshit!" <laughs> That's probably why they're bull sharks, because someone gets attacked in the goddamn river, and they see there's a shark, they're like, that's bullshit! Yes! <laughs> but, um... That's bull right there. You can't, I'm in a lake. I'm not gonna get attacked by sharks. Exactly. Okay. I feel like I'm the only one that would never go in, like, a lake. Dude, I'm actually, like, really scared of deep water, because um, when I was at, like, a Boy Scout camp, we had a lake. Yeah. And I remember um, we were doing some fishing thing, and there's just humongous snapping turtle. Probably, like, bigger than I can wrap my arms around. Yeah. And so we're fishing, and I see it, like, come up a little bit. Like, I see just its head. Yeah. Its head is bigger than the microphone. As it grabs onto one of the lures, the kid sees it. The One of the counselors see it. They're like, oh, shit. It literally just... Bet you see the rod just mm, snaps at the handle, and I was just like, ah, large turtle. Uh, yes. And then we had to evacuate the lake when we were swimming the next year, and the turtle was right behind me. Because <laughs> I had the I had the deep water band or whatever. Because yeah. you had to do like a oh, training. Yeah, yeah. We're like, all right, swim like five times this way, and then you can go in the deep water where we had the water trampoline and the giant like ice slide thing. Yeah. And it was right behind me. The thing popped up the balloon. It popped the giant iceberg. Like you know those giant iceberg floats oh, shit. that you climb up and then slide down. It's like forty feet tall. It can pop those. Yes. What the fuck? I know. And I'm like, you're letting us swim with this thing. Yeah. What the fuck? Dude, okay, if I saw that once, I'd be and if I was like the counselor or whatever the fuck, I'd be like, all right, everyone, get the fuck out of here. Go home. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Okay, I knew they would, like, bite through, like... I know they, they could, like, bite through your arm and shit. They didn't tell us that, but it was. But I remember talking to the guy, I was like, dude, that thing just bit right through it. And they're like, yeah, I know. We gotta tell them to hit a rock or something, and we're gonna die. Yeah. Dude, I know, like, I know they, they have, like, bad bites, like, it could bite through my arm. I didn't think it could bite through one of those things, though. Because those, it's like, the amount of air in it feels... Makes it feel like it's, like, rock. Yeah, but it's still, like... It's that, like, um... That flotation, like, plastic thick yeah. crap. I know what you're talking about. So, I guess at, like, a certain, when it's really filled up, anything sharp just, like, slices right through it. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that, that's understandable. I mean, um, would you count that as, like, a near-death experience? I don't think it's a near-death experience. I count almost getting hit by a boat a near-death experience, because that's actually happened to me. Tell me about that. So, I w- we were on a cruise 
I don't remember where exactly we were, but we were on some little island. Yeah. And there was like a secluded beach that you would take a bus and you went to, and I was just there. Like about 40 feet, 50, 60 feet out. There's a little uh, jetty, yeah. really small. Has like a dock that a boat comes, like a ferry, what is it? Like a dolphin watching boat. Yeah, yeah. So it comes in every like hour, two hours or so, takes people out. I'm just free diving. I'm like 40 feet out from the shore. I'm right next to the pier. Okay. I'm just swimming down, looking around. The water's like 18 feet deep. I thought I'm fine at the bottom. I'm coming back up. I'm just like in the middle. And I hear like the rumbling. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I look up and I see the boats coming back for a trip. Yeah. And I'm like, oh crap. I'm trying to swim away. And the boat passes over me. I'm like, okay, I'm good. But the water displacement from the boat... It just goes all the way down to the bottom and just slams me straight into the rocks. Huh. And I had a, I have a scar somewhere. I don't remember where. It was somewhere on my hand. I had BS cut from like here to here. Okay. From getting hit by the rocks. And I remember like looking down to see my leg like caught on the rock. And literally like my leg is in this rock over here. Yeah. And the next rock down, there's a big-ass sea urchin. And I'm like, wow, that was close. All right. And then literally two hours later, I'm swimming on the other side of the jetty, looking at this giant wild stingray that was like five, six feet across. And I'm like petting him. And he's whipping his tail around. And I'm like, oh, oh Steve Irving over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you almost got Steve Irwin. I don't think I've ever had, like, a near-death experience. I've had one, and it's very interesting. You ready? Yes. So one time, I was taking a shower, <laughs> and um, pretty much there was this, the water, It for some reason, it spiked up to, like, literally burning heat. So, like, if I didn't move, I would have, like, burned my leg, right? Yeah. So I was like, all right, and I take a step back, and I step on the fucking curtain, and the curtain, like, complete. Is, this is, like, some super, like, cliche shit, where the curtain, like, rips off, and I fall, and my head was this far from, um, like, hitting the, the edge of, like, a tile, oh. and I was like, I would have died right there, but this is one of those uninteresting, like, old people deaths, <laughs> where it's like, oh, yeah, well, he fell in the shower, like, whatever, but it's like... I'm. I was uh, 14 at the time because I that was in Madrid, so I I would if I went to the hospital too and they were giving me instructions and shit, I wouldn't be able to one understand two they would have taken time to get a translator in. Plus, um, I don't think they would be able to help you. I there's, maybe um, there's some brain surgeries. It depends on where it hits. Yeah, but I like, know the back of your head is more vital. But you're not a citizen of even that country. Actually, or, right. or that continent. Yeah. Like, maybe an emergency care, but unless they, like, got a hold of your family yeah. and your insurance, they're not just going to give you brain surgery without being like, I don't know. That's right, yeah. I, would, I didn't think about that. It's kind of corrupt and sucks. Yeah. Maybe in Canada they would, because they have free Medicare there. Canada, yeah, Canada, you, we can literally just go up to Canada, and it would be the same, for the most part. Somewhat, yeah. Because I know there's, like, a driver's license that you can get, where it acts as a passport to Canada, too, and oh, yeah. I think Mexico, right? Annex. 
I don't know if it's and in Mexico. I just know that it's Canada at the very least, because um I want I'd like to get that just so if I was like all right I want to go to Canada I can just go. It just be yeah. nice to have that I guess more freedom, and not have to fill out a passport. You don't have a passport. I do have a passport, but it might have expired. I need to get a new one. I don't know. I look like a prisoner in mine. Oh yeah. I, I I had a mohawk then. <laughs> And I was wearing an orange shirt during the picture, so I literally looked like a prisoner. Nice. I don't think I looked too bad in mine. I just remember they said I can't smile, and I was like, okay. That's the worst when they say you can't smile, because then you're like... Yeah, it's like, what, what do I do? Do I just have, like, this murderous intent kind of face? That's like, what yeah. mine looks like. Yeah. It looks like you just got back from, like, killing somebody. Yeah, it's like... like I've show you my, uh... Your driver's license. Yeah. I look like I killed 17 people before I showed up to get that. It looks bad. Mine looks like I just, like, got back from committing a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't have a... Like, it's either you smile, you look like you have a murderous intent, or, like, it's just, like, that very, like, neutral, awkward kind of phase. Oh, crap. I forgot what? I'm an organ donor. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to donate my organs. They're going down with me. Just get it, boys. I mean, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Like, alright. Don't gotta cut me open. You ever, like, you ever think about what it's like, though? Being dead? Yeah, you ever think that you feel for a little bit? Apparently, we still have, like, ten minutes of brain activity after we die. Yeah. Obviously not if your head gets blown the fuck off. Oh, yeah. Um, I know if you get your head cut off, there's a chance of you living for something like five seconds. Yeah, because there's, like, reports of people, like, looking at the executioner after getting their head cut off. Yeah. They're like, ah. But, um, there's, there's a lot of that. So, but the one thing I fear the most is... I not fear the most, cause I don't fear death. But um, the fucking, cause like no no one knows what's gonna fucking happen at all. I fucking all. People everyone, think they know. People act like they know, but really. Everyone says that they go to their imaginary friend's house every Sunday and like, oh yeah, he's gonna show me some good shit after <laughs> I die. And I'm like, no. Never imagined. <laughs> I'm like, probably not. Like God's everywhere, but I have to go to a specific place on Sunday at eight a.m. to go see him. No. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of fucking whack. Like, I... Do, do people that go to church ever question the fucking Bible? Like, what's up with the shrimp thing? Why can't you eat shrimp? <laughs> like, I, like, everything else, it's like, I can mildly, like, do, like say, oh, okay, I guess in their eyes it's immoral. Okay. Yeah, but fucking, what's, what's with the shrimp thing? I don't fucking understand why Christian people can't eat shrimp. What the fuck is with that? Yeah, really, what, what does it say about not eating shrimp? No, it's like, that's not immoral, like, they're shrimp, like, fucking, again, like, I know that's like... Hey, it's okay to be gay as long as you're high, because it says, he who lays with another man must be stoned. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. You can take it either way. Either we gotta beat him to death with rocks, or he can just be high as shit. Yeah. It's like okay. Nothing wrong against gay people. Yeah, like I'm. What's from the Bible? I'm not Christian, so I don't. I I don't care what the fuck you do. I don't care if you're like gay or you identify as whatever. 
I don't give two shits, honestly. <laughs> I just think, uh, yeah, you're you're human. Cool. I'm a soup can. <laughs> exactly. Um, but here's the thing. What I don't like is the people that act like it's a personality trait. Yeah. I don't like the people that, like, like they're just being mean. And they're I like, don't like how people, they think that um, if you don't agree with what they're doing, like, oh, people, they're like, oh, gay pride, whatever, we have the parade. Yeah. Okay, good for you guys. You go do your parade. Yeah. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't, it's not that I don't support it, but I'm not against it. I'm not going all out painting my shirt fucking rainbow and yeah. going with you guys but I'm also not going to goddamn what are they KKK rallies where I'm like being yeah. gay is wrong we're gonna kill this guy on this cross here but that's what they think They a lot of people think that if you're not with us you're against us yeah. you're as bad as that guy yeah which is really like no yeah on a lot of a lot of neutral a lot of, I guess, things that people could feel strong about, I am I find myself most of the time in, like, those middle kind of grounds. Yeah. And it's like, that's that you put it in the perfect way. It's like, I couldn't... Because, like, I'd probably end up saying something dumb and then being like, wait, no. Kind of like the, the JonTron thing when he was talking about racism. Because um, pretty much what happened was he fucked up his wording, but y- you'll get what he means... He means, like, I don't care that you're, like, white. I don't care that you're black. I don't care that you're whatever. I think we should all just see eye to eye as humans. We're all humans. I don't care that you're this or this. I don't care about your cultural background. What I care is that you're human if you're a nice guy or a horrible person. That sort of thing, that's what he was trying to say. But what came out saying pretty much summarized into, yeah, I think people should be, like, segregated kind of shit. And I'm like, how do you mess up your words that much? Why did he say that? Um, he was in the interview with some the reporter guy on YouTube, I think. God damn it. Yeah, and John John lost a lot of people that day, but I got what he really meant, so I'm still with him on that. Yeah, I mean, whatever's whatever. People are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Women are making the chairs that stop us from manspreading while we're literally losing our planet. Okay. That I feel wrong about. <laughs> what? Uh, the fucking man spread chair thing. We're just trying to sit so our balls don't hurt. Exactly. Uh, okay, so it, she had two models of the chairs. One for women and one for men. The women one literally enables man spreading. Because theirs is the opposite of ours. Because ours, it goes in. Kind of like a, the short end of a trapezoid. That's where we yeah. put our outer legs. They, however, have that trapezoid fucking flipped. So if I sit in the other chair, I can still manspread. It doesn't stop it. Yeah. And literally, it's like, okay, women sit with their legs crossed either because it's comfortable or because back when it was, like, etiquette and they wore a skirt, they didn't feel like people being able to just see their underwear. Exactly. And whatever. We sit with our legs open because we wear shorts and pants. And have balls that are outside of our body. And when we sit like this, me being six foot three, two hundred and eighteen pounds, 
I can only sit like this for about maybe five, ten minutes before I lose circulation in my legs. Exactly. Considering my blood is as thick as maple syrup and I can feel my heart bumping. I pulse Canadian. <laughs> I pulse Canadian. <laughs> um, but I, I really don't like that shit. Like, I'm just trying to fucking sit down. If you want, if you want me to close my legs, like... Uh, maybe I can for like 10 minutes, but like... Yeah, if it's damn, really that bro. bad, I'll close my legs for you while you're still on the bus, alright? Like, whatever. I'll, yeah. do, I'll sit like that if it makes you feel any better for a while. And then when you get off, I'm going to go back to what's comfortable for me. Yeah. But until then, just shut up. Like, yeah. On. And it's, it's not business. like... It's not like I'm literally just, like, fucking spreading my body out like this. Like, my arms are out, my legs are going in every direction sort of shit. And I'm taking up, like, three seats. It's like, I'm not doing that. I'm taking up one seat. If, if I can measure this, I'm still, like, I'm doing this, but I'm still in, like, the length of my own chair. Yeah. If you were to put a chair right next to me, they would still be able to do the same thing. So I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I think it's dumb. There's like the video of like Captain America flipping chair around and then sitting down. <laughs> it's like that would work. Yeah. Um. What's some other shit that's happened recently? What time are we in, in the podcast? We're at one oh one. Yes. All right. Well, our heroin uh, sales have. Increased up to 18%, so that's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Um, I was going to say something, but then I forgot what it was. Hmm. Feeble-branded people. I was supposed to work today, but then they got, they called me yesterday, and they were like, uh, we're overstaffed for tomorrow, so you don't have to come in. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I forgot about it. Huh. And I thought I had to go to work today. But then I remembered, like, right as I showed up to... Right after I left for football. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's the opposite for me. I thought I had today off. And then uh, my boss called and was like, no, you got to go to work. At, you got to be there at 3.30. And you're working till about 2. And I'm like, thanks. Fuck you, Lori. Um... <laughs> Wait, you you start work at three thirty? Yeah. And you don't get out till two. Yeah. How long is your break? Uh I don't know, I can take a break whenever I want. Oh, I can really? get free soda, yeah. So it's no, not... do you get like a half hour like mandatory break or Yeah. There is mandatory break, but there's also like if I'm not doing anything and no one tells me to do anything, I can literally just go to their cafe, get like soda or something. Ah, well. You know, since we're under 18, we can only work eight hours legally. If you work over eight hours, then they have to pay you for overtime. Huh. And since we're under 18, we can't get paid overtime pay. Because that's illegal. And that's enforced child labor. <laughs> Me and the boy's about to sue Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, dude. I dude. mean, if not, then you should be getting paid time and a half. Yeah. So, if I even got paid time and a half, that actually no, that's a good amount. Well, you get paid twelve, right? Yeah, I got paid twelve. So that's eighteen. Yeah, that'd eighteen be... not eighteen an hour. That's that's more than our head guards make. That'd be nice. But um, yeah, I don't I don't like work. I don't talk to anyone there, cause they're all like college students. 
Uh, like one guy I thought it was seventeen is actually like twenty eight. It it's weird. Um, like the, and it's not like I can't I don't connect with people all that well. Oh yeah. So it's like I can't find a common ground that easily without you bringing up like something that I do like video games for example or like anime or something. I overheard one guy talking about Bleach, like the show, but I was like I've never seen Bleach or watched it. I don't know how that is. I couldn't, and it's not something I want to watch. So that was very like middle ground for me. Yeah. So it's like I could either go up and say oh hey yeah i heard you guys talking about bleach whatever but at the same time it's like i'm not going to watch bleach i don't want to really because it's super long it's like practically dragon ball length really yeah it's like i, I don't want to do that it's not even like worth it yeah point. it's like i'm a, i'm already trying to watch this 800 episode thing and i'm only on episode 500 so it's not like are you still watching um one piece yeah jesus christ yeah it's, it's very long but it's it's a good show i've had a lot of fun watching it because it's not something where you're like super involved like deeply involved in it with like demon slayer where you're like i can relate to this guy's goal like yeah. all that junk and i like to see him evolve one piece is more of like they there's no like evolution in the characters to like certain parts where they like completely change yeah like um, just kind of static yeah they're static until they come like until they change super amount like um my favorite arc is where the main character has to free his brother from like a prison or whatever yeah and he's like all right i gotta do this but he's separated from his crew members because this one guy that had this power to push people away push them all into like different islands so they're completely spread out throughout the world and they have to get back together but he finds out that his brother is now on death row so he's like I gotta go save him um and he you see him like evolve and change because he like pushes himself to the point where he literally collapse like collapses and like pretty much world war ii scale battle damn and it, it's great and you like see him like all this stuff and it's really like interesting so you see him like evolve and change a lot throughout that short period mm -hmm. and that's where you're like really interested in the show and then you'll get to the next island where they're like, yeah, there's a bad guy, let's fight him. <laughs> um, but there's stuff like that. It's a good show, but it's very, like, iffy. You have to really, like, promise yourself that you're going to finish it or else you never will. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I haven't really been invested in a long show <sighs> in a while. Sword and Shield was pretty good. I think it's over now. I thought you were talking about Pokemon for a second. Oh, no, I, like, I, I don't know why I call it Sword and Shield. It's just Rise of Shield Hero. Yeah. Shield Hero is good. I didn't really like how Naofumi was. Just a total dick all the time. Like, he's, he's still like a dick to everybody else. But then he's like a little nicer to his people. Okay. He's changed from basically like, I'm a dick to everybody. To... I'm a dick to everybody, except for, like, these three guys. Okay. And, like, you were nice to me. You cleared my name. I like you. You were nice, but you're still royalty, so fuck you. Okay. You are nice to me and by my side. And originally he was like, I have to prepare them, because as soon as I'm done doing this, I'm either going back to my home world or I'm just going to off myself. Okay. And then she's like, no, don't stay. And he's like, all right, well, 
Might as well stay. <laughs> I don't know. You play any good, like, games recently? I've been playing a lot of Black Ops 4. The new Zombies map. There's another new Zombies map? Alpha Omega. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Your Xbox. No, I'm on PC. <laughs> oh, yeah, PC. Yeah. Um, but you don't get it till a month later. Yeah, I don't. They have uh, Raygun Mark II Wonder Weapons. Nice. And there's different models of them. Nice. And they're like elemental and whatever. Oh, that's cool. Kind of. One's like electric. That's really easy to build. One like creates an explosion. Another one's like a shotgun. Okay. One question. What characters is it? The original. Like the old Dempsey? It's like either... Old Dempsey or new old Dempsey? Old Dempsey, new Dempsey, old Takio, new Takio, old Nikolai, new Nikolai. It's, old, there's eight of them. Yeah, it's all of them. That's cool. I really like that. I'm going to have to play that then. It's it's pretty good. But, um, what is it? The Easter egg's kind of annoying. Because it's just a bunch of random tasks you have oh, to do. Okay. It's basically, the you go there to get a thing. Yeah. And you're in a military base. And the, what is it? The AI that's there, Rushmore. He's like, well, I don't trust you guys. So you guys got to do this for me. And they're like, okay, we did it. And he's like, all right, now do this for me. And he's like, all right, well, we just did it. He's like, all right, well, do this for me now. And he's like, do this and this and this. And he's like, okay, you prove yourself, go down there. And then it's like, oh, the boss fight. Ah, this guy was in there with the thing. And then you have to kill that guy. And then you put him back in there. And he's like, we just sent him away. It's their problem now. Here you go, have the thing. And then that's, okay. that's it. All right. Zombies is, has been a very weird path for me. Because, like, I've... I loved Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 Zombies. With Black Ops 3, it was like, this is kind of really iffy. Black Ops 3 was good because that was like the first game that I really got all the DLCs and played a bunch of. I really followed the storyline. They changed it so that between Zetsubo Noshima and Gorod Krovi, when they, at the end of the Zetsubo Easter Egg, they teleport to Mob of the Dead and they get the blood. Yeah. But... Uh, mob, the Blood of the Dead one in Black Ops 4 that's the story and everything goes wrong but Rick Toffin has to sacrifice himself and the other Rick Toffin comes out and he's like the past is changing you're keeping your soul the other two nah they're already screwed whatever yeah and so now everything is changing and everybody hated it nobody liked it Jason Bondell was like fuck you I'm making another map like this he makes another map like this and gets fired because of it. He's like, you guys, you really messed up the storyline. Everybody hates it. Like, 5,000 people actually like these maps. You spent 90... You spent three out of the four DLCs. No, two out of the... Two out of the four DLCs on maps about storylines that people don't even like. Yeah. And then he's just like, campaign. They're like, you didn't even make a campaign for this one. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I I st- I follow the story, not super closely, but like I know what like order the maps go in. Yeah. It's just, like junk like that, but it's like they just. There just became a point where I was like, I feel like I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. 
and I was like, I'm kind of done with doing the same thing over and over. It's still doing the same thing. They're literally, they went from getting all the souls to now saving their souls. Exactly. And but I, the one part that I don't get is how Dempsey and Takeo and Rektofen all have them new the new versions and the old versions but they only share one soul because the other ones are in the stone and Dr. Monty's evil now yeah either way I think it's very weird but um one thing I do like is uh yes one thing I do like that I wish they would bring more of, even if it's just like a remaster of the old maps. I want, I don't know what they were called, like the town gang. I want oh. town, I want farm, I want them. I like them a lot. Cause like, yeah, other- I don't remember what they, what they are. Um, I know there's Misty. The Victus crew. Yeah, the Victus crew. Dude, they're they're my favorite, I like them. They have all good maps, and, I'm, and with Black Ops 4, they were like, hey, Misty's in, um, Blackout. Misty's, uh, no, she's not a zombie's character, what am I thinking? But, um, she's in Blackout, and, uh... They were in... This is very just ominous having <laughs> them stare at me, but, um... They were in the, what's it called, the other... They were in Blood of the Dead. They were in Blood of the Dead? They were in the cryopods. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. And if you were Richtofen... You were supposed to have the what's it, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. You have his voice playing in your head. Okay. Instead of like the other way around, where in Black Ops Two, if you were playing him, Rick Toffin was talking to you. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I forget what his name is. Yeah. So. Uh, was it? It's not Simon. It's no. Something. Like Either way, I really like them a lot, but um. The thing is, it's like, I don't know what else they can do with their story. Where do they go from Buried? That's it. Yeah, is, was that it for them? And Buried either... Buried was like the end of it. Because in Buried, you either um, let Richtofen take over, which is he kills Maxis, like deletes him from the computer or whatever. Yeah takes like banishes Samantha and he takes over the zombies yeah or you let Maxis take over which is he becomes uh he is like reunited with Samantha she still controls the zombies and Richtofen is put into the body of one of the zombies okay and it's kind of cool because like if you keep playing you'll see a blue eyed zombie along with all the other yellow eyed zombies yeah and when you kill it, it just spawns in like another zombie. Okay. Here's what I don't like. When they say, like, control the zombies, do they literally mean, like, oh, yeah, I have control over every single one of them? Because I feel like at that point, if you're helping out the good guys, then why would they have the zombies attack you? I mean, they're just, like, their power, I think. It's, like, their power just kind of controls them. Like, they're alive and, like, feeding off their power or whatever. Okay. But, um, in the new map, the Avgadro yeah. is the boss. 
And I think he's controlling the zombies because all their eyes are white. Okay. And he's like the speaker. Alright. I don't know, man. I think it's about time we end the podcast. Perhaps. Oh, we've been muted the whole time.